Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to College Football Tailgates. Today is October 4th, 2021. I'm your host, Will Chambers. With me as always, Tyler Walgy, professional better. Hello, Mike. He's here. Well, we're, we're down. Producer Smitty. No Producer Smitty today. We're down. Just down, the, down, Producer. Just the gruesome twosome here in the studio, in the Woos Media studio. <laughs> the gruesome twosome. The gruesome twosome. Yes, and uh, it's spooky season. It's officially mm. October. Mm. So, Have you, you carved your pumpkins yet? You know, I haven't carved pumpkin. I guess I... That's a lie. I carved a pumpkin last year, but that was the first time I'd done it in many years. So I don't know if I'm going to do that again this year. Okay. We'll see. We I already bought my pumpkins. Okay. And remember last year I went Nuggets design, Denver Nuggets Yeah, I do logo. remember seeing that. I think I'm going to go Colorado Buffaloes logo this year. Okay. See you buffs. I like that. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. I always like to do something... You know, what usually happens is I, I, my appetite is bigger, or excuse me, my eyes are bigger than my appetite. It happens to And me I, like, want to do some crazy cool design, and then halfway through, I have to, like, give up. <laughs> so last year, I actually did a really simple design. It was just a bicycle, and, and people liked it, you know? Well, you're a good. bicycle kind of guy. I am a bicycle kind of guy. Yeah, you are. Yes. You're, a, you're a, a cyclist. A cyclist. As they say. That's right. Yeah. Yep. You can catch me out on the road and spandex, all that good stuff. How have you stuff. been, Will? How's your week? Oh, man. Let me tell you about my weekend. How about oh, that? Oh, okay. We're going to get into college football. Obviously, we got a good show. We're talking uh, week five. We've got uh, stock up, stock down. Stock up, stock We've down. We've got a new game, Headsetter Hollywood. We've got yep. week six, Best Bets. we got a lot to talk about, but I want to talk about... Uh, last weekend specifically. Okay. Pacifically. Pacifically. Um, Were you on the Pacific Coast? I was not. I was here in Colorado. So stayed local. Not pacifically. But pacifically. Um, yeah. Look, I had a wedding to go to, which fall Saturday weddings uh, are the worst, yes, right? They are. However, I got to give a shout out to uh to Katie and Dan, the. the no, oh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. We're giving, we're giving <laughs> them cheers. <laughs> that boo came so... Katie and Dan, I'm sorry. Ryan has this whole board. I shifted seats today. I'm now the fill-in producer. I don't know where the buttons are. The boo came way late for... Yeah. Uh, who is it? Katie and... Uh, Katie and Dan. Katie yep. and Dan. Yes. Congrats to the happy yes, couple. Yes, congratulations. And you know what? They did the wedding right because uh, I've, talk- I've talked about it before. If you have a uh, a wedding in the fall, it should be on a Friday or, you know, heaven forbid you have to do it on a weekend, do it on a Sunday. Don't take up a college football Saturday, right? right? And it was a night wedding, so I got to watch some of the big games during the day. And, you know, look, there are people that I, uh, I they're awesome, and I was very happy, so I wasn't going to bitch and moan. But I get to the wedding, and at it's an open bar, first of all, great move. Right? Okay. These people yeah, know how that. to put on a wedding. Okay. It's a wedding done right. Secondly, they the ceremony was like super lightning fast. They just got right through the ceremony so that everyone could start drinking and dancing, having a good time, eating mm. food. But the main thing, at the they they had this uh it was at a new hotel in Golden and they had this wedding with an open bar and the bar had two big TVs. And what was on the TVs? <laughs> I love that. Football. So I got to watch the Florida LSU game. I got to watch the Auburn or sorry, Florida Kentucky Auburn LSU that was on at this were you wedding. Cheering actively, were you? Yeah, lots up of people booing. there were. Okay, yeah. See, that, that's so, a- like wedding done right, man. Like, just, okay. I love it. Uh, wedding done right. That's called the WDR in the book. <laughs> so, I'm not a huge fan of football weddings. Okay. But if you're going to do a football wedding, that's how you got to do yes. it. You put the TV on, you make the people happy, Yep. you get the games on. There yeah. were some good games, too. There were. And, yeah. uh, you know, I was watching that Florida-Kentucky game. I started mm-hmm. drinking, mm-hmm. Uh, had me had me a, f- you know, a few too many glasses of red wine, as it turns out. Got on the dance floor the with wine. a full glass of red wine. Okay. 
I was doing fine for a while. Now, everyone everyone gets kept on the saying, da- when Will gets on the dance floor, you, you better watch out, okay? He's, no, you better he's look got somewhere else. He I, has the moves. I do not. But mm-hmm. I get, you know, I get a couple of soda pops in me. I start feeling like I can dance. And uh, everyone kept saying, my girlfriend kept saying, you got you shouldn't dance with a glass full of red wine. I'm like, it's fine, it's fine. And for like a you know, a couple hours it was fine, but then I had a few too many. <laughs> Next thing I know, I spilled red wine all over my shirt. Oh no. Right? It's like a light shirt, so I look ridiculous. Uh had a few more glasses of red wine as the night went on ended up getting sick you know how the story goes uh it was a rough next morning uh but overall great night great wedding so if you're gonna do a wedding on a college football saturday that's how you do it that's awesome i'm glad you had a good time yeah so so when did you go to the wedding like when did you get there it was at the wedding was at five so i had to be there at like four you know 30 or whatever so i got to watch like all the morning games part of the afternoon games okay then like you know i'm doing that fun little balancing act where like I'm looking at the clock and I'm going, can I get like 10 more minutes of football in before I start like, you know, steaming my shirt and mm. doing my hair and tying my tie. And I ran out the door and, we, you know, we made it there on time. So steaming your shirt. I know yeah, not you're not an iron guy. Yeah. Once, yeah, that, once you what, switch uh, to a steamer, you'll never no, go back. Allie's a steamer. Yeah. It's yeah, better. She steams. I, did, I, I used to not do anything, which ah. is what a <laughs> non-sophisticated person I am. <laughs> you just you just went full wrinkles. We just, we just buy a new shirt. Oh. Yeah, just get a new shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's as simple as that. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, look, I don't... Uh, ironing sucks and it's hard. Mm-hmm. You got to like flip it over it's a million d- times. It's dangerous too. The concept of ironing. Mm. Whoever invented... Look, I get ironing where you get the hot iron and you flatten something, but the ironing board with the iron doesn't make sense. Think about the the ironing board is probably the one piece of of equipment that's the easiest to tip over. I mean, mm. the center of gravity on that thing. You're right. Is, it's is, very is, high. It's ridiculous. Yes. You, one nudge and that thing is 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 on. It's toppling over. That's and, a very good point. And that's what they choose to keep scalding hot iron. Yeah, it's it's, it's insane. So I like I the ones the that fold out of the wall because then they can't fall over. You know the ironing boards that, f- that collapse out of the wall. Well, you're not it's a great relating. Use of space. To, see, Will here with his double king size bed, his 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 things folding out <laughs> of the wall. Once you just you're, you're such an elitist. Once you get things folding out of the wall, that's that's a whole different level. Henry, I just look, I'm defending my boy Henry W. Seeley who invented the iron in 1882. <laughs> okay. Well, you got Wikipedia I just Google it. Henry W. Seeley. You know who you're like? You're like, uh, well, in some ways. I was going to say Quagmire from Family Guy. Let's not uh, actually put you in that category. Let's not but do he's that. got a whole bunch of trap doors in his house. Okay. That do a uh, bunch I mean, of cool I was things. more just thinking of a fold out iron, not a trap door, but that's <laughs> cool i mean um, mine goes weird places I it guess. was a successful weekend did you do anything fun or are you just working it was, it was a busy work Gambling. weekend yeah you soccer yeah. back hockey's almost back exactly hockey man. is back preseason hockey preseason hockey's yeah. back little dibble there little dabble here yeah towers uh, around the clock on the weekends with yep. the gambling stuff yep. so yep. you know who else had a good weekend did a what little a boozing as too. it turns out urban meyer ah. we got an urban meyer update oh we oh. forgot the urban meyer update last week <laughs> And he's back. Tyler, did, I'm guessing you saw this. Yeah? Uh, you seen this? Heard about this? I did see Urban. Oh, my goodness. Oh, uh, Urban. Talking about the moves. Urban had a couple of soda pops. <laughs> and he also was, uh, you know, he wasn't really on the dance floor, but the, the girl he was with yeah, was. Yeah, she was on the dance and floor. And it wasn't Shelly Meyer. Uh, it wasn't, wasn't <laughs> Urban's wife. Shelly? So it's pretty hilarious because, uh, you know, look, being a Michigan fan, I hate Urban Meyer so much because he just destroyed my life for seven straight years. And so I'm going to take every opportunity I can to crush him when he does stupid shit or says stupid shit or whatever. 
and I've been saying for a while that this thing in the NFL wouldn't work out. They're 0-3. They lose Thursday night football to go 0-3. He sends out like a tweet saying like, no one's going to work harder than than anyone but me. He basically did like the Tim Tebow speech when Tim Tebow did that at Florida. He's (laughs) like, you'll never see anyone work harder than me. No one will work harder than this team, blah, blah, blah. He basically copied and pasted that into a tweet. And then what did he do? He flew home to Columbus where he's got a little bar restaurant and the reason why was actually to visit his grandkids. It's so sweet. You got to get some family time, you know. But then as it turns out, you know, the Twitter world, people have people have cameras on their phones, Tyler. And uh, sure? there was, you know, a little little hot young blonde college chick <laughs> grinding her ass up on Urban at the bar. And, and you know what? Oh at God. first glance, I thought, all right, whatever. You know, he's uh, he's in Columbus where he's like a god there. Some chicks grind her ass and he's just, yeah, he's not pushing her away, but he's not like thrusting. He's not, you know, he's not doing anything bad. So I thought it's not so bad. You know, it's not the worst thing in the world. And then this morning, about an hour after he already gave the apology and did his his press conference for Jacksonville and said, you know, I'm sorry. It was stupid. I shouldn't have done that. These people wanted to dance with me and I should have said no. The, The second camera angle comes out and oh boy. Oh no! Urban was checking her oil. That's oh, what I'm, no. that, that's <laughs> the second second camera angle came out and Urban was all up in it. So uh, shout out Urban Meyer. The Urban Meyer update just got so much better. Uh, should we call him uh, the mechanic from now on? Yes. Okay. He's David Putty. Yes. He- yeah. He's the mechanic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I, look, it's a disaster. There's no way he's going to be there. Uh, at you know next year, yeah. I think it's just going to get worse and worse, and this doesn't help. <laughs> well, you know what Urban says. I see something that looks juicy, and I want to have it. <laughs> that's uh, Urban Meyer right there. <laughs> oh, oh, Urban. Uh, but listen, it was a good weekend in college football. So we're going to do a little week five recap, and we're going to incorporate stock up, stock down into that. This is a segment we're bringing back. We've had it for years now, and this is the first time we're breaking it out this year, Tyler. Stock up, stock down. So give me, uh, give me, give me your first stock up. First stock up. Got to be Cincinnati because oh, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, they were questionable. Are they or aren't they, right? Playing that game with Cincy, big win for them. And I thought Notre Dame, we debated, were they, you know, were they a legitimate Final Four team? I mean, I think this answers the question. But Cincinnati is a legitimate Final Four team. That's why this was such a big matchup. And I really think Cincy on the line, offense, defense, better than Notre Dame. Like, this is the kind of team, even though they're not a, a Power Five, I think they proved that they have everything it takes. They run the table. They're pretty much going to be in, don't you think? I mean, <sighs> look, I want. I think they're deserving. That's definitely not the question. I think they're really. They first of all, they impressed the hell out of me in that game. Uh, to me, that that game, the the later it got in the week, I just kept thinking, this is that game where like the power, the group of five team, you know, seems so good, and Notre Dame's going to embarrass them at home. And it went the exact opposite. I mean, they they dominated Notre Dame, especially in the first half. It was seventeen nothing at halftime. They look really good. They're absolutely deserving. But the scenario I'm already seeing play out in my head is that it's an undefeated Cincinnati team versus a one-loss SEC team or Big Ten team for that fourth spot. And I just can't imagine the playoff committee is going to turn on all that money. You know, let's say Georgia and Alabama meet in the SEC championship game like it's looking like it will. Both those teams are going to get in no matter who wins that game, right? I think if it's a close game, uh, they'll both get in. If Georgia loses by two touchdowns, I don't think they're in. Because then they have uh, two losses, and they lost to Alabama the second time. No, they only have one. But didn't Georgia lose week one to... 
No, they beat Clemson. Oh, that's what I'm that's, saying. No, that's right. Yeah, they beat Clemson. So was, and yeah. and even if they lose to Alabama, you know, it like it gets tricky because right. you don't want to put them in the four seed because then it's just a rematch, same mm-hmm. you know next next game basically. Right. But I think that right, it so breaks down to two SEC. I teams don't know why in. I thought that. You're right. So Georgia, Bama, they're in. They're even in. if Georgia loses, you're right by two touchdowns. They're in. Assuming they win out, but okay. yes. Um, Oklahoma probably yeah, be in if they or win whoever out. wins the Big Twelve probably, and whoever wins the Big Ten, you know, because the ACC's dead, Clemson's dead, and the Pac-12 is dead. Oregon lost. So mm-hmm. to me, I think you get two SEC teams. You get a probably do you a wanna, big. T- do you want to know Pro Football Focus college percentage right now to make the playoffs? Yes. So they've got only four teams above fifty percent. Alabama eighty nine percent, Georgia seventy three percent, OU sixty three percent, Iowa fifty five percent. That's it for above fifty. Then Ohio State yep. has a forty percent shot. Then there's a chunk of teams: Oklahoma State, Michigan, Wake Forest, Pittsburgh, Penn State, Michigan State, Notre Dame. So yeah, that's the top right now, according to PFF for sure. And by the way, like don't count. We're gonna get into this game, of course. But don't count out Texas. They lost that game against Arkansas week two. But since they've benched their quarterback, if they beat Oklahoma and run the table in the Big Twelve, they're getting in for sure, and they'll jump Cincinnati. And it's not because I want that. I'd love to see Cincinnati in the playoff. I love seeing new teams in the playoff. Right. You know, it's Cincinnati. It's, by the way, three percent to make the playoffs according to to this. See, that's what I'm saying, man. If uh, it's not that they don't deserve it, it's right. the the playoff committee is going to see the dollars. And and unfortunately, Cincinnati doesn't move the needle from a national standpoint like all those other programs do. Right. And so, even though I think they're probably deserving. Uh, you know, I think that they're. I think they're probably not going to get in. That would be my guess. I mean, look, like you said, I would love to see it, but you're right. I think. I think that when it comes down to it, we're going to see the big boys once again until they expand. That's why the expansion is so awesome. We right. get to see. But I did hear. Teams. Yeah, I did hear a report that they're actually going to go to eight before they go to twelve. Really? Yeah. Um, I thought it was already like signed on the dotted line that they were doing 12. See, that's what I thought too. But from what I heard is is they're actually going to, nothing's done, set in stone yet. Interesting. And they're going to, okay. yeah. So. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, whatever. Expansion is expansion. Anything to get that point where we could get Cincinnati in. But I love it. I love that Cincinnati stock up. I feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, Bearcats looked amazing. So. Bearcats did. Uh, do you want my stock down or do you want to give uh Yeah, give me a stock up? down. Stock down is the team they beat this weekend, Notre Dame. And the mm. reason it's stock down is because you have to go stock down because they lost a, a, a pivotal game. This was the battle of, do we have a shot for the playoffs? Now we just decided that Cincinnati probably doesn't. But still, in the locker room, they don't think that. In the locker room, they're saying, hey, going to feed, we got a shot. So this was the game. Loser is out. There's yep. no way Notre Dame has a shot. And uh, so b- by definition, I think you got to go stock down. Yeah, I like that. I, I totally agree. And you know, I had questions about Notre Dame going into the year, and actually they they had impressed me so far, right. but they have a really tough schedule, and I still think they're a good team, but I could see them, this being the point where they lose to Cincinnati, maybe now they go, okay, wh- you know, where do we go from here, and maybe they lose a couple more games down the stretch. That's, that's exactly what I said last week. Folks, go back and listen. I wish we could t- do timestamps, because not the whole show. This is exactly what I said last week, is I love Notre Dame. How, much, how, much, how often have I bet on them this year, yeah, the first oh, four games? But, and historically, last exactly, few years. But last week, I bet on Cincy, and the reason is I thought Notre Dame's a young team. They're good, but they need that one extra year to get over that hump, so yep. I love Notre Dame, okay? Don't get me wrong, but they just weren't ready for that situation compared to a Cincy team who who just had the right guys. So yeah. I thought that, you know, I, I still think next year, Notre Dame is going to be uh, for sure a top five team heading into the year. No doubt about it. And they're going to be one of the favorites to make the playoffs. Yeah, that makes this sense. This year, a little little too young. Yeah, that makes so. sense for sure. All right, my, my, my first stock up was Cincinnati. You already talked about that. 
by next stock up is just cats in general. Cats. Bear cats included. You look at at, at just how cats did on Saturday. <laughs> they went ten and ten and four. All the okay. cat teams, and okay. one of those cat losses, one of those four losses, by the way, was a, a cat on cat crime with LSU and Auburn. Oh my god! So we had cat to have a cat. cat crime. Yeah, we had to have a cat go down. So really, it's almost like they went ten and three because you know they couldn't end in a tie. So I like the cat teams: the Auburn, cats. Penn State, BYU. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of cats. Cats are on the up and up. No, that was nice. Here, I found a cat sound effect. Should we see what we have here? Yeah. Okay. It, it, things get weird when I'm on. We're the going sounds. in blind. We're going in blind. We don't even know what this right. could be. <laughs> Very. That's I mean, fierce. I guess that's a cat. Fierce cat <laughs> sounds. Yep. Fast forward. That's more what LSU sounded like, as far as tigers go. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> okay. Well. This is fun. I wish I could do the sounds more often. I wish I could. Uh, I mean, I tell you what. When Ryan comes here, he makes it seem so professional. He makes it seem like mm. it's just. I mean, he's he's easy with the sounds. He doesn't abuse the power back here. Well, if I spent a lot of power, if I spent, I mean, look, if I spent every week in this seat, it would just be. I mean, I'd be playing songs. This is a nice one, right? So this, this is titled "Award Song 2. Huh? Yeah. I mean, look. This is a perfect example of why, of why you like. should never be elected to any office because <laughs> exactly. you'll just get drunk exactly. with power immediately. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Yeah. You don't trust me with that kind of power. No. I would be putting stop signs exactly where I want them, getting yeah. rid of them so my route to the places I like to go is, is the quickest. This is just like the Supreme Leader segment we did. <laughs> I agree. We would all t- take you know completely abuse that, that privilege and that power yeah. immediately. I thought so. it was funny how uh, I mixed Supreme Leader up for Sorcerer. I kept calling it Sorcerer. Yeah, I don't, yeah, you got like a weird wizarding yeah, thing going on in your brain there. I'm a big Harry Potter fan. Uh, my first stock down is Clemson. Stock down. Oh, they, they won. What's wrong with they Dabo, beat Boston man? College, but guess what? They're unranked in the AP for that the first time pick. since 2014. That was that a will was pick. Will pick. Yep. By the way, it was part of the, the parlay, which this week, nope, it didn't. It was close, though. All right, so I had four picks in there. The Texas one ended up being a push, Okay. so it could have gone down to three, and unfortunately, the Michigan-Wisconsin under, you know, ended oh, up, yeah. they, they scored a lot of points in the fourth quarter. That one blew it up, but uh, Boston College did cover that spread, and Clemson unranked for the first time since 2014. Not happy with Clemson. You gotta be, but Clemson down year for Dabo. Yeah, D. I mean, they win. FD. <laughs> I'm on yeah. the acronyms today. Yeah, you are. You're I don't on know it. why. Though my brain's been working straight. You're on lately. it. And, yeah. and then my next stock down, stock down is the state of Florida for football. Okay, Central Florida, mm. Florida Gators, Miami. They all lose. Florida State does win. But it was against Syracuse, and they're and Florida State's really bad. So the whole state of Florida is struggling. And look, I think the Gators are still a good team, but that was a rough weekend. If you're a Florida, you know, fan of Florida football, teams. totally agree. And as a celebration of Florida losing for stock down, I typed in Florida man to Google. Should we? Yes. Should I read you the first today's thing that popped Florida up? Florida man. Yeah. Okay. So today's Florida man. Uh, Florida man. This is two hours ago. Florida man gets more than twenty-two years for trying to mail meth to his Fort Myers home. Huh. Mm, you got to be careful with that. I mean, look. You know the what's that old Mitch Hedberg joke? He loves the he loves the the he loves he loves the the mailman. You're doing a great job retelling it. <laughs> <laughs> he loves the mailman because he's a drug dealer and he doesn't know it. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think that guy's the first guy that's mailing uh, meth, uh, if I had to guess. Yeah, right? Yeah. No, that's uh, good. But yeah, Florida right. stock down. I like that stock down. You were so much more creative. I just did teams with I, my well, stock up I got down. a mix in there. I got yeah. Cincinnati, and then I got Clemson. I like your approach. Cats, Florida. Like Do you that. have any others? Or Yeah, stock up Michigan. You're okay. Michigan Wolverines. Specifically Big Harbaugh. Way. Man. Harbaugh. And you know what's going to happen? Because fans are so fickle. Harbaugh has a great year this year, and then next year is Harbaugh the next coach of the fill in the blank? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, well, every year there's a rumor he's going to the NFL. Right, and he's but, probably going to turn this into more money for himself. Uh, and then another so. stock up, Oklahoma State. Yes. And Cowboys. here's the thing with the Cowboys: is, I'm upset for not hopping on them lately because I said it as a handicap a couple weeks ago, but then I just kind of faded on it. Yeah. What happened with with the Cowboys was they started the season first couple weeks they were thin. They had a lot of guys, a lot of starters out for COVID reasons. I mean, their starting quarterback didn't play till until game three yeah, or maybe halfway through game two. But either way, they were thin, uh, a couple injuries, right? But now they have everyone back and Gundy's got them going. That offense finally got moving. But really, they're winning because their defense is so improved. Do you look at the improvement on defense? They may be the most improved defense. Well, they're a top 10 improved defense in the league right now. So that's why they're winning. I'm not saying it's going to continue. Right now, you talk about maybe selling high because that's what high stock you want to do with is buy low sell high so yep. maybe it's not the right time to jump on them now that everyone's going to do it but they've looked really good the last couple of weeks and it's time that you know we take notice for sure big win against baylor that was a really big win and, yeah. and if we're going to go if i'm you know shitting on the state of florida how about stock up for the state of michigan the state of oklahoma because both of their two big teams are you know oklahoma oklahoma state both undefeated michigan yeah. michigan state both undefeated exactly not I a like lot of undefeated teams left either geography today yeah, um yeah. and then a couple more well yeah just two more same game though mississippi state slight stock up texas a&m big stock down oh yeah aggies are dead aggies are dead the dream is done <laughs> <laughs> i like that all right well i'll throw i'll just off the top of the head how about being back is stock up Texas is back because they keep winning. Every uh, week they win, Texas is back. Texas Every week they don't, back. they're not back. Uh-huh. Texas is back. They get a big win. Uh, 40%. 40%. We're almost there, according that to the website. TexasIsBack.com. My meter is simply, did they win the previous week? If they did, they're back. If they didn't, they're not. Mm-hmm. So Texas is back. Bo Nix is back. Did you see him come in in that and make the comeback against LSU? He had that awesome, I got to give him credit, that throw against LSU late to score their first touchdown was absurd. He looks like he scrambled Johnny Manziel like, out there. It, that, it's exactly what it was. It was a Johnny Manziel throw. He looked great. Auburn got the win. Uh, that board is now 5-4. I know. You got the bet. I'm clawing my way back. From a 5-2 lead. How about that? And uh, not only is it 5-4 now, but thank God Oregon lost Mm. because that would have been hanging over my head the whole season. If Oregon made the playoffs, that was a bet board game. So I was like, Mm. oh, great. If Oregon keeps winning here, here we go, Ducks. That's right. So so Stanford in the fourth quarter, I'm like, I don't have any money on this, but come on, Cardinals. So 5-4, it's going to be a fight to the finish, Will. But uh, always is. Always is. That's a good place place for a fight to finish. Uh, for a fight to end at, at the finish. Um, Tennessee is back. Tennessee put some numbers I up on Missouri. I think you're a little quick with the Tennessee is Maybe back not here. back, but you know what? If you're a Tennessee fan, you're feeling good this morning. You scored a lot of points. The offense is actually looking legit. Hendon Hooker mm-hmm. uh, looks good at quarterback for them. I think they're going to be kind of a dangerous team going forward. And then uh, how about Kentucky? How about the Cats? the Cats? Taking down Florida. They don't get a lot of wins against that team. I thought Florida would cover the spread, and that Kentucky defense just shut down Florida's run game all 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 night long. Incredible performance from Kentucky. I got some crispy power ratings. These are fresh as of today. Yeah, I like these a lot. Yeah, I got Kentucky 
16th in the country. I love it, man. I I love Kentucky football. They got the great jerseys. I love the checkered on the shoulder. Good helmets, good colors. Thought it was great. Staying in the SEC, uh, Saban put Lane Kiffin right back in his place. Did you see right before kickoff, Lane Kiffin said, get your popcorn ready, and then Saban proceeded to just completely destroy him in the well, first quarter? What what what's my rule? You're, uh, let's see. I think it's the, like... The, with the Nick Saban rule. Don't wear white after Labor Day. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Don't bet against Nick Saban. You're right. Don't bet against... What did I do this weekend? You bet against Nick Saban. I bet against Nick Saban. Yeah. That's not you what you're You broke your own rule. I broke my rule, yeah. and I got burned Never for get it. high on your own supply, no, and don't, don't bet on uh, bet against Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. Look, they destroyed... Them. And here's the funny thing, actually, is that... Ole Miss wasn't that far from getting a backdoor cover. They, you know, the spread was fourteen and a half. They ended up losing by twenty-one. If they had had a chance for another touchdown there at the end, you know, that that was the, my whole reasoning for picking Ole Miss in that game is that Alabama does give up a lot of backdoor covers after they get up on people early, and that's well, exactly and my, what yeah, happened. But again, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was too big. It was too big to uh, to overcome for Ole Miss, and you know, I still think I still think Ole Miss is a really good team, and I think they'll they'll probably get you know eight nine wins for sure. But, I mean, it's just a tall tall order taking down Nick Saban, especially when you almost beat him last year. It's kind of a revenge factor. So uh, If there's one thing you remember from that, kids, don't get high on your own supply. Don't get high on your own supply. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia. Hey, by the way, just to rewind a little bit, yeah. Kentucky's 16th in the AP poll, too. So that's the same as you. where I have them. Uh, well, that's actually... So what Tyler does with his ranking is, system. The AP poll is such <laughs> nonsense. Uh, that that yeah. makes me go, oh, wow, they got one right. Because it's, it's so bad sometimes. For the sure. college ball playoff committee, I think, is a lot more accurate. But I just wanted to make that clear that that was... If I was doing my rankings right now, I haven't done like a like an actual ranking list. I, I Legitimately, I think Georgia is the best team in the country. I think they're better than Alabama. I got Alabama two and a half points better than Georgia. I Georgia is so good. They didn't even have... Uh, JT Daniels at quarterback. They have the backup quarterback, and they absolutely put a whooping on Arkansas. And hey, one- let's make a futures bet right now. Let's say if Alabama and Georgia meet, let's put our SEC line championship game. Let, yeah, let's put our line at. It's looking like they will now. All Georgia has to do is beat Kentucky, and they're they're in. I think. With so wait, do you think Georgia? Do you think Georgia's better than Bama? Yeah, I do. I actually do. So would you put the line at Pickham? Because I just said said I have Alabama a couple points better than Georgia. Yeah, yeah. So let's make a bet right Pick now. Pick them. Just a money line. Let's make it right now as a bet board game. SEC if, championship game. Or just whenever, if they play ever. In well, SEC, that, or, that, that would or be when title, they play. National title. Oh, yeah. They'd it would have be to the, play there yeah, first. Yeah, so SEC championship game. I'll take Bama. You'll take Georgia. Pick them. Yes, right. I'll take Georgia. I like it. Look, right. their defense is insane. Like, and Alabama's defense is very good. There is a difference there, though, with what I see in that Georgia defense versus anyone else in the country right now. It's absurd. And I know that Arkansas isn't like an offensive powerhouse, but they've been a very tough team. And that game was over immediately. Arkansas looked really good this year before that game. For sure. Yeah. And, and, and right now, you know, for them to come in with a backup quarterback and still put a whooping on Arkansas like that, I just I, I think that the, there's so much room for improvement on the offense for Georgia that if they really get things rolling by the end of the year, I just can't see them losing to anybody, honestly. Okay. So to and this is a this is a bet. I believe in Alabama. I believe in my rankings, I have them above them, but just to back up what you're saying, and honestly, it's because Alabama's offense is so good. Very this year. good. And Bryce, Bryce Young, Young is better than expected. He's, he's so good. So he's one of the better quarterbacks against the spread. If if he goes out, I mean Bryce Young's elite. So to back up what you're saying, though, for Georgia on defense, according to PFF College, Georgia's ranked number one overall defense, number four rush defense, number one tackling, number three pass rush, number one coverage team yeah. in the country. Yeah. 
And they have a good special teams too. By the way, they got a block punt for a touchdown against Arkansas. Yeah, like, I mean, they're they're top five in all those major categories. They're good so at they're everything, good, yeah. and the offense is getting better. The run game is great, and if they can get a healthy JT Daniels, or I mean, Stetson Bennett looked good. He wasn't asked to do much, but yeah. to me, if they can run the ball, their offensive line is really good. If they can run the ball and just continue to play strong defense, keep other teams from you know getting some some uh, they're really good at, at keeping your offense out of rhythm because they just get three and outs so often that the offense is sitting on the sideline for so long I you know I, I just really I, I still think that Alabama has some holes that, that haven't really been exploited fully yet we kind of saw it against Florida and I feel like Georgia's going to find a way to do it I really Stetson do. Stetson stencils Stetson stencils mm-hmm there you go, sponsorship. How about Bennett's? How about a breakfast restaurant? And it's Be- Bennett's Bennett's, and he does no Bennett's Benedicts. Ooh, he does all Benedicts. See, I like that. Yeah, you like Benedicts? the Benedicts? You know, I mean, I'm not a huge Benedict kind of guy because if I'm going to go out for breakfast, there's so many good things on the menu that I mean, I'll, I'll occasionally have a okay. Benedict, but I'm more of a classic, either you know, the eggs bacon, a little toast, or maybe some pancakes. I agree. But sometimes I like to go biscuits and gravy. Yes. I'm a biscuits and gravy guy. Or You're speaking a, to my soul right A now. breakfast place I go to, they've got this really good, again, the gravy, that you get to, but they put it on fried chicken mm. and they serve it oh, up yeah. with some potatoes. Mm, my yep. gosh, it's really good. So anyway, and can I say a qualm I have with breakfast places? Of course. And this is actually, I've evolved or maybe devolved based on how your viewpoint on this, <laughs> but I'm not a big fan of the piece of bacon in the Bloody Mary. See, oh, I used I, yeah, to I love the bacon in the Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. I, I was always a fan of it because it's a piece of bacon. Who doesn't love an extra piece of bacon? But Amen. no, it just gets in the way and it gets all it gets soggy. In the way. It gets in the way. No, I can't see, drink. You, you, I, I can't get in, 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 in this other restaurant I went to. You're letting it soak too long. Maybe I'm letting it soak too long, but... But it came. It seemed like it was soaking in there for a while the last time. Okay. It wasn't a fresh piece of bacon. If it were fresh and crispy, I may think different. But this one place, it's not always fresh and crispy. It's a little soggy. I'm not a. But see, I used to love it. I don't. I want more room for the other stuff. Now look, if I'm in Vegas, sometimes these extravagant Vegas ones, they'll have an entire meal on sure. the Bloody Mary. Slice of pizza. I'll have some hot of that. Dog. Yeah, I'll pop some of that <laughs> stuff off. They got, uh, some of them actually do. It's kind of crazy. Some will have sliders. Some will have some shrimp. Yeah. But I'm just not a fan. If you're going to have a classic Bloody at a classic breakfast place, get the bacon out of there. All right, look, I, I'm not going full Guy Fieri here. I don't want to see a hot dog in my uh, in my Bloody Mary, but I love a Bloody. And if you're ever you know skiing in Colorado and you go to Rapho Basin, they do a killer Bloody and it's they, they give you a little like a mini Coors Light beer back. It's like a six ounce can. Okay. So you get, you order the, the Bloody Mary, comes with a slice of bacon. It's got a pickle. It's got a cube of cheese. It's got a, a banana pepper. Is it all in the Bloody though? It's all in the Bloody. Yeah, yeah. But see what you do is the first thing you do is you take a sip of the Bloody and then you just start munching, right? I don't mind. Okay. okay. And, and it's really good. And then, and then you get the beer back. And that's kind of my routine when I go skiing up there. I, is I take that. like two runs, and then I'm immediately back in the lodge drinking bloodies and you know beer and all that stuff. See if it's a thing, if it's a part of the process. But my whole thing is once you get like a 16 ounce cup mm. it, it, and you fill it up with ice, and then you're sticking all this crap in there, you're left with like four ounces of Bloody Mary. That's why you just you, it, it, three ounces of it is vodka, <laughs> and one ounce of it is the clamato or whatever. So, so that's my thing. You like a spicy my, bloody? Oh, spice it up. Yeah, I agree. Let's get spicy okay. in here. I like it. Um, I like your real spice. I like to get uh, you, you know what's I like that. Ooh, that's my crackling. Bacon. That's, my that's your bacon, bacon sizzling, yeah. even though you don't want it in your bloody. Yeah. Fair enough. 
I'll get you know, on the side. I'll you know, put a piece of bacon in the goddamn body if I want to. Speaking of spicy, you know mm-hmm. what's not spicy is the Pac-12. Pac-12 is dead. Oregon loses to Stanford. <laughs> Pac-12 is dead. I love how everyone's just dead alive. It's dead. Yeah, the Pac-12 is out. Binary. They're out of it. Okay. And it's like the same story every year. That's why even when Oregon beat Ohio State and they were ranked number three, I just kept thinking to myself, they're going to fuck up at some point. They right. did it a couple years ago with Arizona State. Now they're doing it. Uh, they do it with Stanford, you know. It seems like just these these Pac-12 South teams. There's always one week where they just completely lay an egg, and that's what happened. Stanford beat them, and uh, and now the Pac-12 is for sure out of the playoff race. I just don't see any way they get back in. Pac-12 is like the VCR. Mm. It was once good. It was once served, you know, served a purpose. But no one even really talks about it anymore. No one really knows what's going on over there. It, does it exist? It is fun to break out a VHS every now and then, like a classic, you yeah. know, Jurassic Park, and throw that in. Ooh. You remember the tracking button? If it was getting like a little grainy, you'd push the tracking button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were fun times. Well, well, you're a natural tracker. Yeah, I am. In the outdoors. I'm a hunter. You are. Um, yeah, Pac-12 is out. It's just, it's rough. I do think Arizona State's getting better, and they don't have a Pac-12 loss. They actually might be my favorite to win the Pac-12 right now. Uh, they look really good. They, yeah, they, they yeah. put the hammer down on UCLA, but they already have that loss to BYU on their resume, so I don't think they have a chance of making the playoff. <laughs> Freaking BYU, man. Undefeated. They lose Wilson. They're just like, yeah. I know. Yeah, we're good. Still really good. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Tyler, we got a new game. Oh, you got a new game, William. Headset or Hollywood, right? Yep. Let's play. Headset or Hollywood. All right, so this is a brand new one. Here's yeah. how it goes. I'm going to give you a name, okay. just any name, and you have to tell me, is Tom this Cruise. a coach or is this an actor? Okay? Okay. So A, it, a college coach, or is it can be pro? or what No, no. Think? These are all college head coaches. Okay. Hey, let me pull it up. It's in its own folder here. Okay. Yeah. I should have actually had this up before the show, huh? No. Well, why, why, pre- why prepare it all? No, we don't need to prepare. Let's see. We're good. He- headset or... It's on my desktop. Good God. There's a big difference between... Uh, what's the line from MacGruber? There's a big difference between winging it and seeing what happens. <laughs> All right. Headset or Hollywood? How the game works, I give Will a name. He tells me, is it a coach or is it an actor? Okay. Okay. This is the, you know what they say, Will. Hmm. This is the game where actors and coaches mix. And I'm not talking about you, Bud Kilmer. <laughs> Who is Bud Kilmer? Is that the first name? Or no, did you just make the, that up? That's the coach on, oh, okay. uh, that's the coach on, uh, remember the Titans or one of them? No, uh, Blues, uh, Varsity Blues. Oh, okay. Gotcha. The, the only cure for the Monday Blues? Varsity Blues. All right. Name number one. Okay. Bob Gunton. Bob Gunton. Yep. Bob Gunton. Actor or? I mean, look, Coach, coach. Gunton just sounds, that's just a coach name. I don't care. Even if it's an actor, I don't care. If he's an actor, he's got a coach <laughs> name. It's just Coach Gunton. Coach Gunton. Uh, that is unfortunately incorrect. Bob Gunton is the actor. He's the warden on Shawshank Redemption. No shit. Yeah, he's Chief George uh, George Earl. And that guy plays a, plays a mean guy. Really, uh, He plays a real piece of yeah. shit in that movie. I like it. <laughs> All right. Name number two. Randy Edsall. Is, oh, I... is Randy Edsall a coach or an actor? Well, is he acting as a coach? Oh. Uh, he just got fired from Connecticut. He's done, uh, but I don't think he was... Uh, to me, it's like an actor who was, you know, uh, method acting as a coach. Yes, that is correct, William. Uh, you're one and one. Okay. All right, next. Will Healy. Mm, how do you spell Healy? 
H-E-A-L-Y. Will that, Healy. That's a coach. You know, he is a coach. He's the head coach of Charlotte. Now, what if I went William Healy? Would you have guessed actor? Maybe. Because what I noticed going through actors' names and coaches' names, you get a lot of abbreviated names of coaches, right? Sure. It's, it's always It's always... Red Will. something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for the coach. For the actors, it's always like the, the full William fancy version. Healy. William Healy would yes. be an actor. Yeah, right? good point. Okay. He wears a beret. Oh, <laughs> uh, hang on, Ryan. Where is... All right, uh, next one. God, this crowd's <laughs> stupid. They're really late for you here. It was hysterical, Will. All right. Uh, Tyson Helton. Tyson Helton, coach or actor? I mean, this just feels like when you lobbed up for me to say coach, so it's got to be an actor. No, that is actually... you. you see, go Damn with your it. gut here on this one, Will. No, Tyson Helton, I'm playing coach. mind games with you. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to like get into that deep like meta... Exactly. You know? You're a level beyond the level yes. within a level. Yeah, he's he's thinking of faking. It's the inception of he game shows. He fakes the fake. <laughs> You're going to think about faking. <laughs> All right, next coach. Hugo Weaving. Oh, that's an actor. I shout out. I love that's oh, that's Agent you Smith. Kn- you knew that's, it. Uh, that's V you, and V for Vendetta. You knew it. He's in uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Classic Hugo. Mm, Lord of the Rings. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Great actor. Cillian Murphy. Oh, uh, well, his name, I, I'm pretty sure he goes by Killian, but God he's an actor. Damn it. I, yeah. See, I know him. I got. You forget I'm a Kill- movie guy. I got Killian Murphy. I think it's Killian. From this website, actors that no one knows the name of. And it's just like, I even on my sheet, I have that one guy. Because everyone knows his name, his his face. Yeah. And by the way, you spell it C-I-L-L-I-A-N. It is Killian. Murphy. Is it Killian? Yep. Killian Murphy. Look him up. Everyone will recognize him. He's in everything, but I don't yeah. know his Batman, name. Batman, uh, Peaky Blinders, you know, all that good shit. You are on fire. Yeah. But not as hot as a piece of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Crowd loves me today, Will. All right. <laughs> Next, uh, Stephen Root. How do you spell it? I spell root. R O O T. Steven Root. Coach. You know, he's an actor. <sighs> he is Gordon in Dodgeball. Oh, yeah. He's Bill Dotrieve in King of the Hill. Gordon. Yeah. 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 And he was also on the list. Uh, isn't that interesting? And see, I thought I blew it there because actually I had down, say, Steven. Because I was going to try and throw a head game at you uh. and try and make it sound like an actor, but I went Steve. Yeah, okay. he's funny. All right, next. Noah Emmerich. I mean, Noah just sounds... I mean, actually, you know what? Noah can cut both ways. I feel like mm. that's a common name, like in the South, you know? Noah's from, like, Kentucky or South Carolina or something. Then again, it's also kind of like a hipster, you know, flannel, clear glass, uh, you know, frames with clear glasses kind of actor name. What's the last name? Emmerich. E-M-M-E-R-I-C-H. Mm. I'm going actor. Correct. Uh-huh. He is uh, Jim Carrey's best friend on The Truman Show. You know that guy? Oh, yeah. Piece yeah. of shit, man. He's, uh, <laughs> he's lying to him the whole way through. Oh, I thought you meant like in real life. I was no. like, did he do something bad? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone, Truman Show's interesting. If you haven't watched Truman Show, it's a mind fuck, but it's awesome. Yeah. I love Truman Show. Yeah, it's kind of different. Yeah. I don't know if I loved it. Yeah, but, but you're like, a hipster. Well, you don't love things that everyone else loves. No, I, I, the truth is that I actually just saw that movie like a few months ago for the first time. I hadn't seen really? it. Really? And a lot of times when you see movies that were like so yeah. popular then, they don't hold up now. You That's know what, what I, mean? I said about Sandlot. Exactly. The first time it's, I saw it. Look, like, I respect that deal? opinion. What's the yeah. big deal? What's the deal with airline peanuts? All right, last one. This is, should we save for the championship? Yeah. Tom Arth. 
How do you spell Arth? A-R-T-H. Hmm. It's like they was going Arthur, but then they just got lazy. Or like someone who wanted to spell Earth, but forgot the E. Yeah. Um, Arth. I'll go actor. You know, he's the coach of the Akron Zips. No shit. Yeah. Shout out Akron. Zips. And that was it for... Headsetter Hollywood. I like it. I like it. Yeah. There should be more, you know, uh, more more movies, good football movies with, with you know, high-profile actors playing coaches. I think we've done this before, but what's your favorite football movie? Because I gave oh, the actor for uh, Remember the Titans, and then there's Rudy, there's... I'd probably go with... Yeah, I probably would go with Remember the Titans, but I feel like there's one I'm forgetting. I'm typing in best football movies of all time. Friday Night Lights, Varsity Blues, Invincible. Invincible? That's not yeah, okay. Yeah, no. Draft Day? What is this list? Draft Day's Dra- pretty, <laughs> pretty not good. Blindside, We Are Marshall. No. Hey, anything with Matthew McConaughey, I mean, man. shout out McConaughey, you dude. You got a joint? Speaking of, uh, of you know, actors, coaching, actually, it has nothing to do yeah, with it. I'm just trying to get a rough transition. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, what's the uh, big down deal today? With that? Yes. What's the big deal? With that? Yeah, what's I don't know. It's down. Instagram. It got hacked or something. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you're like a like a disgusting Instagram addict like but me, it's hard. Last night on 60 Minutes, the whistleblower for Facebook revealed mm. herself. There was this huge deal last night. It was big news, and apparently a lot of security information was out, uh, issues were out there. Interesting. So because of that, I think that it's interesting timing. Yeah, maybe it is. You know, maybe they shut it, all, they shut uh, it down. You know. I mean, Ooh, I conspiracies? What? Conspiracy corner? I'm not saying. I'm okay. Just saying. When are we going to do like a ranking of conspiracy theories? Because you and I both, you know, I think you, you don't entertain them as much as I do, but you're interested in them. I think a lot of them are nonsense. I did watch one the other day on YouTube. I was going through a YouTube kick. I actually sent you one, the Boom the Dynamite, Boom Goes the Dynamite yeah. guy. It was hysterical. And then I got on a weird term. And I was watching some JFK ones. Yeah. And I watched one about the JFK. Some people think that this photo was faked of uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, interesting. But it turns out that it wasn't faked. And this guy like does this whole thing about it. So mm. that's the thing is when you poke holes in, in some parts, it's like, well... Yeah, I mean, look, I the whole like magic bullet thing has basically been proven uh, bullshit. Well, l- l- like the bullet, because pe- what people don't realize is like bullets, when they go into like fleshy substances like bodies, they can like turn and do crazy shit. They don't just go in a straight line. So like the idea that it went in his neck and out his rib and then into the other guy's wrist and came out his leg actually isn't a crazy idea Do you idea think there was all. one shooter? Do you think there were two shooters? Uh, I Look, I think there was probably one shooter. What I think if... What there, would you put the line at? Like mm. minus one fifty for one shooter? No, I'd go like minus one fifteen. Oh, okay. So it's pretty close. close okay. But I do think that he might he was probably like set up or he was a patsy or something. Like maybe there was only I one think shooter. A patsy for sure. But it wasn't Dude, Lee Harvey Oswald. I think so. I think that's a the th- fact that like a mob guy shot one. him as he no. came out of the police station. Dude, exactly. I, that's I think like I think either the mob was involved, like the 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 KPG or even it was uh, KGB. KGB. I don't know what KPG <laughs> is, but <laughs> that's it's a KPG. <laughs> The KGB. <laughs> What's the joke that Dwight tells in the office? Knock, knock. Who's there? It's a KGB. And he slaps him. It's yeah. a KGB. It's for no one. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think it was the KGB or maybe even uh, Lyndon. I've heard Lyndon. Lyndon Johnson. Because yes. he ended up being the president. Yes, after that. I heard right. Lyndon rumors. Yeah, George Bush Sr. George might Bush. have been involved. You know, George Bush Sr. Big Texas guy, you know. I mean, who knows? But I don't think it was one guy. I don't think it was Lee Harvey Oswald acting alone. That's what yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think you're probably right. We, so. we will do eventually. But we I do, do think like we landed on the moon. Segment. I do think we landed on the moon. And yeah, I'm, I'm torn on that one. I, I hope we uh, did. I think uh, it'd be cool to be on the moon. Um, 
Let's see, Tyler. So we're going to get into week six, week six best bets. But yes, first, best bets. We need to talk about BetUS. Oh, uh, BetUS. Sponsor of the show, friend of the show, BetUS. Make sure you go and, and make your picks on there. We tweet it out every week. When we give out our bet board picks, we tweet out the bet board picks, and we tweet out a link to BetUS. So if you sign up with them, they'll, they offer, they do deposit bonuses. Um, but here's the cool thing I really like about BetUS. First of all, it's secure. They do uh, their cash outs are clean, but they have this cool feature where when you're going through the board of games to pick, right? If it's like s- Saturday morning before all the kickoffs, and you're thinking which game am I going to pick on, or excuse me, bet on? Hey, pick on works too. Whatever you pick on them, pick on the bookie. You click on the on the game, and they do these like sweet game preview things where like it shows. Hey, uh, you know, this game, if it's a game where they've played a bunch, it's like this game in the past three games, the past three years has gone under three times, right? It gives like cool little pointers and, and trends for each little game, which I really like. And I haven't seen that on other, on other sporting, uh, on other sports books. So I really like that. I think BetUS is great. And if you want to support the show, go to BetUS.com, use promo code tailgate, or check out the link in our Twitter or, or, that we tweet out the link to BetUS. And just bet with them. They're great. You got to shop numbers. Tower knows the importance about that. Yeah. And and the thing with that US is they offer all different kinds of lines, all different kinds of markets. Will talked about the pregame thing, which is awesome. And uh, what I love, I signed up with them, you know, a while ago. They still offer all kinds of cool bonuses. And all these other sports books, DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, they all get you that juicy bonus when you sign up, just like BetUS does. I mean, it's 125% bonus. But after that, all these other websites are gone. BetUS will call you back in a month, say, hey, you want to put another little For bit sure. in and get another bonus? And there's all these different offers all the time. So you got to check them out. I highly recommend adding them to the list of books you use. Check them out online at BetUS.com. All right, cool. Um, so uh, what do we got? Bet six here? Uh, week, week six? Week six, best bets. Uh, six. We're starting off Boise State at BYU. This number has moved a lot. Right now, Boise State, a five and a half point road dog. Just uh, 24 hours ago, this number was three and a half. So a lot of money clearly coming in on BYU. Look, Boise's two and three, but I don't think they're as bad as the record shows. They have three losses to very good teams. They lost to Oklahoma State. They lost to Central Florida, and they just lost to Nevada. Nevada is a very underrated team, a very good team, but maybe not the same Boise State you know, program that we're used to seeing over the last decade or more. They don't have any running game. They can't run the ball at all. The offense is all on Hank Bachmeyer, the quarterback, who's very good. But, you know, you look at BYU, they're undefeated. Uh, they beat three Pac-12 teams to start the year. They've basically dominated the whole both states of Utah and Arizona. They've beaten Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Utah State. They're undefeated. They look really good despite losing Zach Wilson, as Tower had mentioned. But I look at the teams they've played so far – not many teams that have quarterback talent like you see with Boise State with Hank Bachmeyer. Utah State was able to go for 300-plus yards through the air, which to me is a sign that I think Boise can score because I, I, Boise knows that they can't run the ball. I think they're running the ball less than 100 yards per game this year. It's really bad. I think they're just going to look to throw and throw early, and I think that BYU might be susceptible there. You know, I, I was thinking about picking them when this number was three and a half, but now that it's five and a half, I think I want to jump and take that other side of that, of that line movement. So, Tyler, I think I'm leaning Boise State plus five and a half here. I'm I'm leaning with BYU in this situation. I just think BYU is a lot better than we thought this year. Uh, I think Boise really does struggle on offense, and I'm not. I don't have the same faith in Hank Bachmeyer than you do. I've downgraded Boise mightily last couple of weeks, and I just think BYU right now is. 
hovering in that area of underrated still, even though they kept winning. And I think the reason is no one knows about BYU football. No one bets on BYU football. They don't get any money. Their teams are some of the least bet games every week. And I don't get that because last year they were heavily bet. So I think it's more about star power. If you're outside of BYU, outside of that region, you're not going to bet on them. You don't know about them unless they have some Heisman contender. So I think they're a lot better than people think. I've got BYU in that group with Notre Dame, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Texas, I think they're just as good as all those teams. So I'll take BYU to uh, cover the five and a half right now. But let's not make it a bet board game yet. Let's see what else we have. Okay. You want to know why no one's betting on them? They're not betting on them outside the area. They're not betting on them in the area either. Because if you're a Mormon, you shouldn't be gambling. So uh, <laughs> I think that's the main reason why there's all there's value to be had on BYU here. Very insightful, actually. Well, um, that's good. Next game up, South Carolina at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I mentioned it earlier. Tennessee kind of has a little bit of hype right now. They're feeling good. They're, they're currently 10-point favorite at home to South Carolina. Josh Heupel has this offense rolling. They benched Joe Milton, uh, who you know I was rooting for because he was a Michigan transfer, but he just wasn't good enough, unfortunately. They bring in Hendon Hooker, the transfer from Virginia Tech, and he's looked really good the last couple weeks. They had 458 rushing yards against Missouri last week. Now, Missouri has one of the worst defenses in the country, so take that with a grain of salt. Because the Gamecocks defense is way better than Missouri, but the Gamecocks offense is hot garbage. They can't <laughs> score on anybody right now. If you're Shane Beamer, the head coach of South Carolina, what worries me is that Tennessee has a legit guy at quarterback now. There's confidence in this team, confidence in the offense, and despite all the transfers they lost from last year, they still have a lot of talent at skill positions. You know, Tennessee, despite the fact that a lot of these guys transfer, that they're a team that you know recruits well. They're in the SEC. They're very talented. I just feel like. Tennessee has something going for him right now, and I don't think it's too early. I don't think the hype is so much that that there's not that the you know there's no value on it anymore. I think that right. people still see Tennessee as really bad, but they're actually playing pretty well on offense. I think Tennessee's over exceed or exceeded expectations this year, like for really sure. overperformed. And I thought going into the year they were going to be dead with all those transfers, the coaching issues, and I mean they've been fine. And I think this is a good reminder that no matter whether it's Arizona State with with Herm Edwards going through what he did. It's Tennessee. It's it's we sometimes overreact and want to put so much more emphasis on that. It's like it doesn't matter if they have players who can play. If, if even if there's impending litigation or whatever it is, impending you know punishment or anything, we've seen coach after coach perform. I mean, Urban Meyer pretty much his whole career was dealing with different violation threats and Shocking. all this kind of stuff. A guy from like that too, but he kept winning championships, and so <laughs> yeah, it's like that's what happens, and so. For Tennessee, I, I disregard all that. However, I think Missouri underperformed so far this year. I think this could be close. I don't have a whole lot on this handicap, but I would lean Missouri. I do have one thing. You though. mean wait, you mean South Carolina or Tennessee? Or South Carolina. I kept saying Missouri. I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay. Yeah, but did you see the different halftime shows last week that had so. the robots? No. Was this at like a Tennessee game? I, I, it was an SEC school. I forget exactly. They I had think robots? It was. it was a dancing robot. Like out at midfield? At halftime. Yes. No shit. That was the whole halftime show. That's scary. Yeah. So what I don't want to. How are the moves? I don't necessarily want to bet on a team like that. It was really kind of. It was funky. Hmm. Yeah. I, I got. I kind of got down with the moves actually. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, I th- but it was weird. You see a robot dancing and. Yeah. yeah, but see, if the hype is there, then the robot dancing is cool. If it's not, then it's stupid. If the hype is there. Yeah, Ew. love it, Josh Heupel. Why yeah. have we not? Why Tyler? You're a genius, <laughs> Josh Heupel. He's Easy. got the hype. Look, Nayland Stadium is they're feeling it right now. I think this team still plays the chip on their shoulder. I don't think they're being respected. Look, their Tennessee's defense is not great, but they've been solid against the run. 
And if they can keep South Carolina in third and third down, like long third down situations, I think they're going to win this game, and I think they're going to cover, and 10 points isn't scaring me away. I'm going to take Tennessee minus 10 here. There you go. Love it. Uh, next up, more SEC games. Georgia SEC. at Auburn. Look, Auburn looked good against LSU in the comeback. The defense is very good. We knew that about Auburn. Bonex was serviceable. He made some big plays. And if you're someone who wants to bet Georgia here, you're so happy that Auburn won against LSU there because now maybe Auburn has value. I think they're 3-1. and one. They only lost to Penn State. And I just think that, you know, look, I mean, Auburn's better than I thought they would be. I got to give Brian Harson credit. I know I've crapped on him a lot, and I feel like, you know, maybe he was in over his head, but he's done well. But Georgia is just on another level. They had their backup quarterback in last week, still destroyed Arkansas. Right, right. I, I talked about it before. I think they're the best uh, country in the team right now. The defense is ridiculous. The offense is getting better. To me, Georgia can cover 14 and a half in the first half or 14 and a half points in the first half if they just if they just play with the same tenacity they've been playing with the last few weeks. And I see no reason to take Auburn here, Tyler. I mean, I have this spread right on. I mean, I've got them 14 and really? a half point favorites, 14 and a, 14 and a half points better if it were on a neutral site. Okay, so you mm-hmm. after you factor in home uh, home field, I think uh, this should be probably closer to 11 and a half, 12. So it I is at ha- Auburn. Exactly. By the way, yeah. So I think I have a little bit of value right now on the Tigers. And this is, this, in my opinion, these are the spots where you want to bet. I mean, where it's, because look, I, honestly, I, I understand Auburn looked good last week, but Georgia now is the team to bet on. Georgia looks unstoppable. It's true. I think Georgia's going to be the sexy pick this week, and I think it's going to be hard to bet on Auburn, especially at this number. So I do lean Auburn. Again, sort of like the other bets. I don't want to make it a bet board game yet, but this is an uncomfortable game to bet on, and that generally is where I like to be for the uncomfortable games. So I do like Auburn here. Um, Again, Georgia, they want to win. They have incentive to put points on the board, get that margin. I'm just not sure they can. I think we're still undervaluing how good Auburn is. But then again, like I said, I've got Georgia about 14 and a half points better on a neutral. So hmm. I don't know. Well, I think there's a little bit of value just by definition on Auburn right now. Hey, you you said the same thing last week about saying value on Auburn because everyone was tearing it down. And you were right about that with LSU. Uh, they got the comeback, and to me, I just... I see what you're saying, though, because they just won, and if Auburn would have lost last week, this is maybe closer to 16-17, and who right. knows, but if they lost, that would go with them looking worse and downgrading, so it's all hand-in-hand. Hand. Yeah, to me, it's just like, I know that, that Bonex had some moments in that game, but to me, it's all about the run game, and we already know that no one can run on Georgia, so if you're telling me that, that Auburn's going to be able to score points here to keep up with Georgia then that means Bo Nix has to play out of his mind, and this is not the defense where I think he'll shine. Uh, I think that Georgia's just too... I, I just, oh, they're still favored by 14 points. Yeah, for sure. That's true. So uh, maybe it's more dependent on if Auburn's defense can keep Georgia off the board, and that's certainly possible. But okay. I think I'm just going with the dogs, 14 and a half, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue to do that until they stop covering. The dogs is in the Georgia Bulldogs, not the underdogs. The dogs. <laughs> the dogs. Yes, exactly. Right, so I'm leaning uh, Auburn, that game, or, uh, Auburn that game. Let's circle back around. Okay, cool. Uh, SEC again. LSU at Kentucky. The Cats, they're undefeated. They're crushing it against the spread. They're in yes. Tyler's rankings at 16th. Yes. I love it. LSU just keeps getting handed tough losses. They're a mess right now. They don't have an identity. You look at their schedule coming up. They have five games. 
they could legitimately go 0 and 5 over the next five games. LSU, Coach O is going to be in a tough spot, and his ass is going to be firmly in the ass as a fire category, <laughs> uh, you know, here in the next couple weeks. This Kentucky defense is so good, and especially against the run. You know, LSU, they're really str- struggling to run the ball at all this year. And that actually worries me for Kentucky. This this definitely feels like it could be a letdown moment for the Cats. They get the big win over the rival. Now they, you know, they have momentum, they have confidence, they're ranked finally, and LSU is down in the dumps, but LSU has nothing to lose right now. And if you look at the one game this year where Kentucky gave up some points, it was Missouri and their quarterback, Connor Bazelic, I think I'm saying that right, was able to throw for four touchdowns and almost three hundred yards. I think that's an opportunity for Max Johnson, who's been pretty good, by the way, this year. He's got a 4-1 to touchdown-to-interception ratio. That's the LSU quarterback. I think I'm going to go with the over. I, you know, I don't love the, the idea of betting on LSU, a team that just is kind of down in the dumps right now, but I think I'm gonna, the over the total is at 52.5, and so I think I'm going to go with the over. I think both teams score some points here. I think LSU can score, and Kentucky better watch out. This is a trap game. See, I lean Kentucky for this reason. I think in a normal situation, you're right. I think in a normal atmosphere, in a normal situation, for a normal team, in a normal week, you're exactly right. They just had a huge win, and this is a classic letdown spot. But I think this is different psychologically for a team like Kentucky against a team like LSU. And I look at it this way. If you have gotten beat up by the same, let's say like you play a pickup basketball or something like that, okay? Or you're a cyclist. Okay, let's say there's someone... I'm really not, but yeah. <laughs> you used to be. Uh, let's say you're a, a bike racer out there, okay? And there's someone who always beats you in a bike race. For some reason, every year, every freaking year, they're, mm-hmm. they're beating you in a bike race. And then one year, they're down. Do you have less incentive to beat them because they're down that year? Or do you want to finally beat that asshole who you can never beat before? So I think that there's that added motivation because, in that analogy, LSU is that asshole who always beats up on Kentucky. Finally, Kentucky may have a roster that that may even exceed the, the talent of LSU, which never happens. I understand they had a big win last week, but that alone isn't enough for me just to fade them and say they're going to be down for this game. I think if any game to follow up, this is a great one. They're at home, a down LSU team, a wounded LSU team. I think Kentucky may say... Let's keep this going. Let's keep let, let's fight and beat an LSU team that's done this to us for the last couple of years. Kentucky's got an older team. A lot of those guys have experienced those games. And uh, just on my power rankings, I've got Kentucky four points better. Okay, think about that. Now this is rough because I want to be careful about my power rankings. My power rankings are a starting point. So you do the math, and if I have Kentucky four points better, it's roughly. They would be maybe minus six, minus six and a half at home without doing any further things. Now, if you dive in and do a few more, you know, handicapping points, maybe that number comes down to to four and a half, maybe five. But the the fact that it's three, it's still three, right? Is yep. it will? And it's a flat yep. three. That's value to me. Okay, if it comes up to three and a half, that's not so much. But I like Kentucky at three on the points, on the handicap, and the fact that I just don't think they're going to be down this game like a lot of people may may, may assume. So. Yeah, no, look, I, I like it. I'm just going to go with the over because I don't have a good feel either way. You know, I, I want to bet on Kentucky here. This feels just like me wanting to pick Arkansas last week and going with it because I, you know, they're a team I like and I want to root for them. And so for that reason, I, you know, I just think there's going to be points, and I'm going with the over. And for that reason, Will's out. By <laughs> by the way, that over is now at 51 and a half, so it's even dropped down a point. Oh, okay, it was at 52 and a half. 
51 and a half seems very doable it's, for it's me. It's dropping low like Will at the wedding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing that there's no cameras out there for me uh, getting drunk on the dance floor like there were for Urban Meyer. <laughs> um, uh, West Virginia at Baylor. Baylor right now a three-point home favorite. West Virginia, man. Look, we saw them compete tough against Oklahoma. We saw them. Uh, they beat Virginia Tech. They're two and three right now, but it feels like they're a, a, a good team. It's a weird thing where you know their offense is not very good. Their defense is very good, though. I look at their numbers. You know, they're not very good at uh, at running the ball on offense, but they're so good at stopping the run. They're giving up only eighty seven yards per uh, per game on the ground on thirty five carries. That's only two and a half yards per carry. You know this. This West Virginia team is just, it's all about defense. It's all about can the other team score more points? And you look at Baylor, Baylor's very balanced. Baylor is averaging right now, let me pull up their uh, their statistics. They're a very balanced team, both through the air and on the ground. Right now, they're averaging 200 yards through the air, 240 yards on the ground, six yards per carry. So we know that, that West Virginia is probably going to be able to take away that run game for Baylor. But then how does the passing game look for Baylor? You look at their quarterback, uh, Gary Bohannon. He's been really good. He's he's completing 67% of his passes. He's got seven touchdowns, zero interceptions. You know, I know that Baylor just lost to Oklahoma State, but we talked about what a good team Oklahoma State was. Tyler's on them a lot. And right now, Baylor at home, I do think Dave Aranda kind of has this program going back in the right direction. West Virginia... You know they're a good defensive team, but where is that? Where are their heads at now? They keep losing close games. They're playing really tough and losing close games. Right now, you know I hate to say it because you know Baylor kind of got some hype after that win over Iowa State, and I don't I don't love betting on kind of the unknown. And to me, Baylor is a little bit of an unknown. And the known here of West Virginia is great defense, but their offense is terrible. Baylor's passing defense has been very good. I think they can slow down Jared Dagey, the quarterback for West Virginia. I think I'm leaning Baylor minus three here, Tyler. Yeah, I'm leaning Baylor as well. I just think they have the offense, like you said. It's going to come down to can West Virginia stop them. Baylor's going to be too creative. And I think we're underestimating, at least the country is, as you mentioned again, how good Oklahoma State's defense is. So uh, I'm leaning Baylor here. I have this pretty close to to, to the spread, but uh, I, I just think we got a slight edge if you're looking to bet the Bears early in the week because I do think this may move to three and a half, maybe four. I don't have a whole lot because West Virginia, we could see that. It's like week by week. You never really know what you're going to get. I mean, they're so inconsistent just based on stats and analytics that I don't want to bet really against them, but I certainly lean with Baylor this game. I think we see a... a the Baylor win. Okay. We were both on Baylor. I like that. Next up, the Red River rivalry, the Red River shootout, Oklahoma versus Texas in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, neutral site. Oklahoma, three-point favorite right now. Yep. That number's come down a little bit. What an interesting matchup from a momentum standpoint. Oklahoma's struggling on offense especially, but they're undefeated. They're still a very good team. You look at Texas, yeah, they lost to Arkansas, but the hype is back. You know, look, they lost Arkansas when they had Hudson Carter quarterback, and since they've benched him and brought Casey Thompson back as a starting quarterback, the offense has been incredible. Um, you know, Sark, I think he does, you know, coming from Alabama, he certainly understands rivalries, and he knows that this game for Texas is really important to be able to compete with with Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley, and Texas really hasn't done very well against Lincoln Riley, you know, the last six, seven years. Pete Kwiatkowski, the defensive coordinator for Texas, I'm sure he's putting extra emphasis on this game. And we've seen the the OU offense kind of struggle. But the Oklahoma defense, man, that Oklahoma defense is really good. This is not the Oklahoma team we're used to seeing. 
I think this could just be a low-scoring game. I think were you in these games, you know, typically the totals are huge and it is kind of a high total, but you know, this game has so many interesting facets to me, Tyler, and I don't know why I I just feel like I have to take Texas in the points right here with just what I'm seeing on the field. I love this bet. I want to karaoke about this bet. I don't often karaoke about my bets, do I? No. This is one of those games. Yeah. This is a big one for me. I think Oklahoma is so incredibly, laughably undervalued right now. It's insane. I know they haven't looked good. I know they've struggled. Trust me. I, I didn't have money on them last week, but I was watching the Kansas State game, and I'm going, what's what's happening? I mean, all game, they're they're struggling to, to move the ball downfield, but then you look a little bit deeper, and it's not all, all, all Spencer Rattler. I mean, so many people blame him for so many of the issues. He's 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 playing fine. I mean, he's not playing high sure. level. He's Played not really good last problem. week. Exactly, they're making little mistakes here or there. It's a it's a lineman on one third down. It's a receiver dropping a ball on another. If they can put together a game, this is going to be one of the best teams in the country. I think this line is 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 way off. I think OU should be a much bigger favorite than three. You said it dropped to three. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm I'm going to take OU. I like the Sooners here. And I know it's been close recently, but this is this is not a, a good line. I think. So. Yeah, you mentioned it. It has been. You know, seven out of the last eight of these matchups have been you know one score games or less. But a lot of them have been by touchdowns. Not that many have been by three or less. You know, a lot of times it's a close game through four quarters, and then oh, you know, OU or Texas has gotten the touchdown late in order to to cover the spread or win or whatever. Right. It's just I, I like. You're definitely right. There, uh, Oklahoma is undervalued right now because. We know what Lincoln Riley offenses are capable of. We know what Spencer Rattler is capable of and all the talent on that team. But every week, it's like, is this the week? This might be the week where they finally do it. And they still haven't done it. And it would make sense that maybe they finally you know, show up for a rivalry game. But there's something about the fact that they're struggling to run the ball that is making you know life harder for, for Spencer Rattler. And I agree with you. I think that, that he's been very good this year and that he shouldn't be catching a lot of the shit that he's been catching from fans and from, you know, people just talking about it. But if they do want to run the football, I think that this is a game they can start doing that. I mean, Texas is so much better in coverage than they are running the foot, stopping the runs. So that's true. I think if they get something going on the ground, they start wearing Texas out, open them up on the back end. Oh, you can get rolling. I mean, this is, let's not forget. This is one of the most talented loaded teams in the country from what we've seen. This is not Texas A&M where it's a bunch of recruits. We don't know what they are. These guys are transfers. They've yep. been at OU or they've been at OU for a while. I've got, I've, I like OU minus three. Okay. I'll take Texas plus three. That might end up being our bet board game for the, uh, let's, the just, let's, just, let's just make it the bet board game right now. Okay. I love it. It is bet board game. Moving to the big 10 Michigan going at Nebraska night game. Michigan's a three and a half point road favor right now. This Are is you a, scared of this? Yes. Yeah. This is a trap game. This is a trap game for Michigan big time. Look, oh, Michigan no. riding high off the, the big win in Madison. Their first win at Wisconsin since 2001. But Wisconsin isn't good. Look, it's a good defense, but their offense is horrible. And I know that Michigan was able to to you know put up some points in that good defense. That's good. But what worries me is that like Nebraska, they started the year terribly against Illinois. Everyone was ragging on them, ragging on Scott Frost. And since then, they're three and two, and their two losses are to Oklahoma and Miss and Michigan State. Those are two really good teams. And by the way, they were both pretty close losses too. Right, right. The you know Michigan's defense is very good, and I do think they're going to be able to slow down Nebraska's offense, limit Adrian Martinez, force some turnovers. 
But this Nebraska defense is very underrated. You look at them right now, I think they're 11th in the country in defensive scoring and mm-hmm. you know just points per game allowed. Uh, they brought back a ton of starters. I feel like everyone in the world is going to be betting on Michigan here minus three and a half, and no one's going to be betting Nebraska, and that's what terrifies me. It truly scares me. Do you have the total, Tyler? Could, uh, 51 and a half. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, this freaks me out. This is definitely a trap game. I do think there is something different about this Michigan team this year where the players aren't buying into the hype because they're, th- this has happened to them so many times where the hype gets big and then they get their asses kicked by Penn State or Michigan State or Ohio State or whatever. And it does feel like this team has a different mentality where they know they have to go out there and prove it on the field and prove it in practice. And the defense is so good. I think you know Aiden Hutchinson is just an absolute freak. I think he's going to get after Taylor Martinez. But there's just something about this game that really scares me. And it's a trap game. I am going to lay three and a half with Michigan, but I'm very scared to do it. I don't, laying, I don't love it. I'm laying the, the three and a half with Michigan all day. And it's not because I hate everything about Nebraska. I think Michigan's a good team, man. I think that, and for everyone out there, for our new listeners, Will is a Michigan fan. He loves his Michigan Wolverines. And he is very skeptical, okay? I'm different. When my team wins two games, I'm like, oh, boom, national championship. <laughs> when when Michigan starts ten and zero, Will's like, yeah, they're gonna lose two and zero, and they're gonna lose two in a row and ten and two. We're gonna go to some bull. Like that's Will's outlook, which I don't blame him because it's yeah. always bright when they keep winning. But I think Michigan's a lot better than you're giving them credit for, man. I think they're gonna be able to show up in this game prove that Nebraska is a little bit overrated on defense. And I like, and last week you'd mentioned Michigan had, had some struggles going through the air. Let's not put it all on Wisconsin's defense. I mean, they can do what they need to. Harbaugh's got them running. I'm on Michigan. Let's go. Let's sing the fight song. Look, you're right. Cade McNamara started off pretty shaky against Wisconsin, and then he got better as the game went forward. What a great name for a quarterback. McNamara. Cade McNamara. Yep. And they got a Mac behind him too. JJ McCarthy. McCarthy. So Mac and Mac. He, he actually Extra. played pretty well towards the end of the game. I still just don't... I, for whatever reason, I don't trust him to... You know, I don't know. He's, he's, he's not making mistakes. He's, he's staying clean in the pocket, which I like, but he's not super accurate. I'm just telling you, as a Michigan fan, the reason why I have this outlook is because experience is a hell of a teacher, and every time they get the hype, they just inevitably get their heart broken, and this does feel like a trap game. So I am scared, but I am going to ultimately yeah. lay Michigan with a 3 It definitely feels like it, but I'm with uh, I'm with everyone who's on Michigan. I'm okay. with the squares. Let's do it. Alabama at Texas A&M. Right now, 18-point favorite. Are we just going blind? We we, we go with the rule, yeah. Tyler? Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not betting against Bama. Plus, you know how I'm down on A&M this year. I know. I was just going to say that. It's not just about being you know betting on Bama because they're so good. Texas A&M's offense is horrible, and I have no faith that they can score anyone. They got beat by... Uh, by Mississippi State on Saturday. In a normal scenario, this is where you want to play on AM, where they just got embarrassed, everyone's selling their stock, but not against Alabama. Bad spot. I'll take Alabama minus 17 and a half, all the way up to 20. And uh AM's gonna be good next year. They're kind of like Notre Dame. You know, I, I I talked about how Notre Dame has a lot of young guys, they're building that talent, they're learning this year. At least Notre Dame is winning. You yep. know, AM's gonna be a lot better next year, but this is not their season. Do you think that could be a bit of a letdown spot after the big win over Ole Miss. You know, I know that... I, I know, don't think Alabama has letdown spots. I mean, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> maybe they have a letdown quarter, you know? <laughs> maybe they do. Maybe I, yeah, Maybe look to play first quarter A&M. See, yeah, exactly. I could <laughs> actually see Alabama coming out slow maybe out of the gates and then, you know, reminding everyone they're Alabama in the second half and yeah. blowing Texas a Potentially. Out. Maybe wait to bet it live. Okay. 
And last but not least, Penn State at Iowa. Mm. Iowa, are they number three in the country right now? Mm, There's no way they deserve to be number three. Look, I keep Uh, saying it. I like Iowa. They have a very good defense. They're a well-coached team. They're fun to watch. Frankly, I enjoy watching their games. There's no way they're the third-best team in the country right now. And this is such a tricky spot because... So right now, Iowa, two-point home favorite right now. Penn State going to Kinnick, Iowa, or Kinnick Stadium. And... What freaks me out here is I think Penn State's the better team. I really do. I think Penn State's got way more talent. I think Penn State's defense is extremely underrated here, and I think they can score on this Iowa defense. What scares me is that Iowa is a, is a tough place to play. If you're not familiar with Big Ten football, you're like, what are you talking about, Iowa? That's not. It's it's a small stadium, but they're stacked up right on the field. I mean, like the bench is like the space from the the sideline to the front row is like 15 feet. the The fans are right there on the away team. Uh, uh, sideline, and they're all over the the backs of these guys. They're yelling at them. It's a very tough place to play. Lots of teams have gone into Iowa and struggled, and yet I just I feel like I, I man, it's it's tough. I want to pick Penn State because I think Iowa is overrated. But Sean Clifford going at Iowa in a tough environment like this. It's hard to pick, too. I mean, I don't know. What, what's your read? Where do your rankings have these teams, Tyler? All right, so uh, you're not going to like this. I've got Iowa number six in the country, and I've got Penn State number nine in the country, wow. but I have Iowa uh, about two and a half points better. Okay, And they're so playing right in Iowa. Yeah. Ugh, okay? I, like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like James Franklin and road situations very much. I don't like Sean Clifford going against a good defense that's been forcing a lot of turnovers. But I just don't... I, to me, I, I could see Iowa putting up 10 points at home in this game against a really good Penn State defense. I know that everyone thought that Iowa's offense finally figured it out against Maryland. Maryland is not Penn State from a defensive standpoint whatsoever. Maryland gets bullied by physical teams, and Penn State typically does not, especially not a team like Iowa. I, I, I don't feel good about it. I'm going to take Penn State plus two here, Tyler. So, before we, we are doing one bet board game a week, but because you had a huge lead to start the season, we said we may pepper in a couple two-week games. We did two games this week. Yeah. We throw this on the bet board too. All right, so I, you want Iowa, I want Penn State, and then you want uh, I, 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 so, Auburn, and I want Georgia. No, no, no. The other game was uh, wasn't it Auburn Georgia? No, it was uh, Oklahoma Texas. Oh right, right, right. Okay, cool. So I'm got, on Texas. Uh, you got Texas. Look pl- at you taking the chalk, taking the favorites yep. for once. Exactly. So you've got Texas plus three. Yep. I got Oklahoma plus three. And then I have Iowa minus two. Penn you State have, plus two. You got Penn State plus two. Okay. All right, there we go. We got two. I love it. Two bet board games. Double bet board. All right, here we go. The parlay was like semi-close yes. last week. It's, we're going to make it work this week. Okay, we're going. Let's go. Parlay. The, 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 the people love it. The people need the parlay. We're going Georgia minus 14 and a half. Okay, we're taking Boise plus five and a half. Then we're going to go uh, Kentucky LSU over 51 and a half. And then, fuck it, we're going Michigan minus three and a half. <laughs> there we go. That's the parlay. That's the four. I love it. That's the parlay. Put it in there, kids. If you if that's your first bet on BetUS, chalk it up. Ten to one odds. Ten to one. Ten to one uh, uh, payout. You take it's a nice, gonna happen one week, a, Tyler. Take a ten dollar bill. Boom, you got a hundred bucks. I'm zero four. It's gonna happen one week. <laughs> I love it. All right, that's it for the show. Uh, thanks, thanks so much for listening, guys. Once again. Tell your friends if they're college football fans. If you want to help, you know, grow the show, help support us. Tell your friends and go to BetUS and bet with them and use our promo code Tailgate. Follow us on Twitter at CFB underscore POD, CFB Pod. We'll see you next week. <laughs>